welcome on back to Baseless Claims, our casual conversational comedy podcast. My name is Tay, the art of the deal. My name is Tori. I don't, I don't have a cool name. My name is Tyler, martial arts master, Matheson. Okay, Tori, oh, now boy. you got to choose between the two. Which one do you find more interesting? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, Come on, boy. Tori. Tori, we've known each other a very okay, long okay, time. Okay. We're, we're doing both of these. We're doing both of these. We're going to start with Tyler. God damn it. Okay. Well, I, I've, I've taken up a life of martial arts now, now that I've seen... Uh, oh, boy. I think I made a mistake. A very good movie that's coming out. I'm, I'm devoting my life to the craft of jujitsu, specifically, mm-hmm. because of a very good Nicolas Cage movie coming out that is titled Jiu-Jitsu. Oh, that's right. I think wow, I saw... Wow, that's a name for a film right yeah, there. Yeah, I think, I think I saw, like, the, the two-sentence synopsis, and it blew my mind apart so hard that it vacated my memory. Now, Tay, then you can't play this very fun game with me. Tori. Are you gonna... Yeah. Now, I want everyone at home to just, like, in your free time... Look up the poster for jujitsu because it is Nicolas Cage in a very mm. s- poorly done, like Star Wars movie poster. You know how they like offset the characters? There's a thing in the middle. Think of a st- like a fan made, really bad Star Wars poster, but instead of a lightsaber, it's Nicolas Cage holding a katana. Instead of people that you would like to see get in big battles, it is Nicolas Cage holding a sword, which now, hold I think on. is something that's been in my nightmares. Now, hold on. I would like to see Nicolas Cage get into a nice epic battle every so often, Tori. I don't know well, what you're yeah, talking Well, yeah, Tori, about. you were literally just talking about how much you love the National Treasure movies. Yes. I before- like I like the National Treasure movie, the first one. The second one is fine-ish. It's not, a, it's not good, really, but it's, it's, it, it didn't make me want to die. But National Treasure 1, I stand by, is a good movie, okay? So if you were to see a movie poster, Tori, oh, I'm with a man... It. Okay, don't look up anything else. Okay. You're looking at a man with UFC gloves mm-hmm. behind Nick Cage and then other people with, like, karate poses and Nick Cage with a katana in the middle. What would you say that movie's about? Well, I would say it's about simultaneously bringing the MMA forward into modernization by bringing the past. See, now it's not just going to be these big boys hitting each other. They're also going to have swords if they want. Not all, you know, just like not everyone's a kickboxer. Not everyone's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu master. Not everyone is going to be a, a good with the sword. They haven't all studied the blade. But I do think that it would up the ante a little bit to see those boys step into the octagon and one of them draws a sword and the other dude's like what the fuck what the fuck the other one just tapes knives to his feet and does capoeira yeah the other guy just pulls out a bottle and fucking smashes it (laughs) he's like let's fucking go man UFC in the future goes buck wild where now you can have like different suits of armor and weapons in the ring it's no longer mano y mano it's like one guy his whole shtick is he just has knives taped to his entire body and he spins calls himself yeah. the top yeah that's what he loves doing like i would love to see some of those classic matchups like on one in one side of the octagon the red corner forrest griffin steps in and he's just you know being his regular self he's mastered all sorts of different martial arts now the other guy he pulls out his sword like it's a fucking duel from ghost of tsushima mm. so it's i would like to see a matchup between conor mcgregor and an actual samurai hell yeah it's it's like that fucking tv show where they pinned people against each other from different eras of war what was that called deadliest warrior that's it yeah that was a really good show wasn't it or was i just young and rose tinted glasses i think you were probably just young because if you watched it now it's just there were epic battles yeah like we also all thought for for a hot second that like a thousand ways to die was kind of a cool show but that's just because it was on late that's fair and we also for a brief period of time, all thought like Shark Week was the coolest shit in the world. And then I never got to see Shark Week. Nah, sharks, sharks ain't shit, man. Fuck sharks. Tori, you're afraid of sharks. I'm afraid of the ocean, okay? It's not just sharks, it's all sea creatures. Except okay. for mermaids, they can fuck. What about otters? They can also fuck. <laughs> 
Okay. I now, love those Tori, slippery guys. You said jujitsu is about MMA fighting by learning the ways of the old samurai, right? Sure, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought, too. I need you to take it about 10 more steps of Buckwild. Oh, my. Is it? Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on think a second. Of, think of something just fucking wild. What would be a wild movie for Nicolas Cage to be in with a katana? They uncover an ancient samurai's tomb. Somehow the samurai is still alive or he finds maybe the spirit of a samurai. And Nicolas Cage then has to train because he has to fight a battle with someone who has taken his wife and kids hostage and the only way to get them back is to kill an, an MMA fighter presumably and so he studies the ancient blade with the spirit of a samurai that's what I'm gonna say so when I initially thought this I was like okay more buck wild I'm gonna say fuck it uh Nicholas Cage is a samurai and time travel. They they fucking time traveled him into the future and now he has to train an MMA fighter. It's like Rocky mixed with Ghost of Tsushima, maybe. I don't know. But then I was informed, not Buckwild enough. Oh god. Now, the actual plot of Jiu-Jitsu starring Nicholas Cage is every 6 years Earth has to defend itself against aliens. Aliens (laughs) attack every six years, and Nicolas Cage has to defend Earth with a katana. Wow. Okay. That, wow. That just kind of, that's really, yeah, it really throws you for a loop. Can you see why it purged itself from my memory immediately after I read that? Well, here's the thing as a person who is. just accrued so much wealth you know i would love to throw my money at producing you know getting an ep credit on a a a screenplay that that's the log line for you say that in a boardroom and every you're gonna be lucky if people don't pop boners it's it's like a b movie it's the b movie it's that and the b movie all mixed together no it's like it's like a budget b movie it's a low budget B movie. God damn it. There's no way to say B movie without thinking of Jerry Seinfeld's very funny movie where he is a B. Oh, Nicholas, we got the aliens coming in. Draw your katana. Oh, I'll go back to the hive. That sounds better, honestly. Yeah, good one. Like I'll go back to the hive. Oh no, the queen bee, she's gone. Oh, she hey. was abducted by the aliens. She was abducted by the aliens. Oh, no. What's the deal with airline food? <laughs> no, we got to stick to the Bishido code. That, was, oh. that wasn't a good Jerry Seinfeld, but the joke I felt Fuck. was important to say, so I gave it an honest <laughs> shot. Fuck. You know what? That sucked. Okay. That sucked. That was no, really I, bad. I, I'm, on the, I'm on the other fence of that was very good. No, it was a very bad, very good Thank joke. You. But if... If I'm a producer and I'm like, I'm just, you know, people are coming to me. They're looking, they're looking for money. I sit between them and their dreams. And someone mm-hmm. walks in and tells me, so it's Nicolas Cage and he's defending the world against aliens every six years. I'm going to say, get the fuck out of my office. I mean, like, yeah, this, this is just... I'm now imagining you in this situation of being between the dreams of a producer or a, in the dreams of a creator and them actually finishing the product and you just turning down everyone because that's how you get your rocks off is seeing hey, people's dreams crumble wait, before wait, wait, them. Wait, wait, Hold on, Tyler. Who is who? Who is the producer? I have no idea. Like, is Nicolas Cage... Is he an executive producer on this? He probably is. I would because that, be that would to make the that, most yeah. fucking sense to me. I would be willing to bet money. But look, if I'm a producer, there's only two words you got to say to me to get me to green light and fund your project. Leonardo DiCaprio, Ryan Gosling. Oh, that's even better. Oh, Hell yeah. yeah, that's good. Well, it, that's except it. for his except for his role in the 1998 television series Young Hercules, where he did play the titular Young Hercules. Hey. Tell me he ain't a hunk, though. No, hey, I'll be honest with you. I want to look. I would love to enter Ryan Gosling more than anything in this entire world. Not decidedly not hunky in that role. 
Well, because he was young, Tori. He was a young Hunkyles. Damn, that's actually. I wish that was the show. Yeah, and he's learning how to be a hunk. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to shit on people's dreams as long as it doesn't have Ryan. If it doesn't have Ryan Gosling, I'm like, no, sorry, you don't okay. get your movie. Okay, so would you, would you fund? my movie if i came up to you and said no well first of all we've got ryan gosling on the ticket second of all it's a space thriller with a classical music score and the plot is just a sea biscuit sea biscuit yes it's a horse race in space no tyler what if i came to you and i said number one we got Ryan Gosling on this on this gig. He's all in. He loves that he's going to play the starring role. Now, what it is, is Ryan Gosling is a samurai that has to defend the Earth because <laughs> every six years, the aliens attack. Then what do you say? I would say, can he wear his Blade Runner 2049 coat so we have some good marketing material? I would, I would also add that he should probably get a long take of him playing the piano where you can see it is him doing it because he he did he put in so much work for la la land guys and i really can't express that enough like he put in a lot of work and he had a really mm. great performance and never movie. seen it yeah Son i haven't of seen a bitch. it either. it's so <laughs> fucking good tyler i let you borrow it my blu-ray copy of la la land for like six months and then you just brought it back and said sorry pal not interested <laughs> really it's it's the That's one the thing. shittiest move I, it's the one thing that I can forever hold against Tori that just pisses him off to no end is that he so desperately wants me to see La La Land. And because he wants it so bad, it's the only thing he's ever wanted from me. So I'm just, <laughs> no, I fucking, I fucking watched The Lighthouse for you. Yeah, I mean, it's OK, though. It's stupid, though. It's just no, a it's dumb great. movie. It's great. It was a great. It's great. Is it? Yeah, it's Look, great. Robert Pattinson's watching some cum drip. Where'd you spill your beans? That's okay. the whole movie. Okay, I know, so and that's the, what's so great about it. The plot is a little bit more to be desired, but the presentation is it's so just good. Black and white. There's nothing. No, it's that. Not. What the fuck uh. are you talking about? It looks exactly like a photo from that era, just moving. Sorry, they also had costuming. I'll give you that. Uh, dialogue was also period correct. Look, Tyler, tell me more about jujitsu. I mean, really? What else do you need to know? Exactly. What else do you need to know to go sit your ass in that theater? Look, all I'm saying, Christopher <laughs> Nolan fucking die. Christopher Nolan can try all he fucking wants. Sorry, Chris. I've already se- I've seen one of your movies. I've seen all of your movies. You like time. We get it. You got a weird <laughs> thing with time, Chris. I'm going to be honest. Nicolas Cage fighting aliens with a katana? That will get my ass in a movie theater seat. During COVID times. During look, COVID times. Yeah, I've seen Nick Cage rub some lemon juice on the back of the Declaration of Independence. And then put right? it in the oven. I've seen him swap faces with John Travolta. Okay? I've seen whatever that movie Mandy or whatever. I haven't seen it, but I imagine I kind of know what <laughs> happened. It, But I have not seen him wield the ancient and sacred blade of the samurai to fight off an alien invasion that happens on a cyclical, you know, schedule of Earth, you know? Yeah. A annual thing, if you will. I would go see something like that in theaters. Chris, Chris, come on. You got to stop doing things about time, Chris. I've seen all of your movies. Any movie you make in the future, I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I have a good idea. It's going to have a nice, cool color palette. It's going to mm-hmm. look great, and it's going to be about time. And at some point, Michael Caine will be in it. It's going to be a really good movie, too, in all mm-hmm. honesty. Like, it's going to be maybe maybe my favorite movie, but also, I get it. You like time. You like you like playing around with clocks and just seeing what happens when you just <laughs> when you just spin that little dial around. Do you around. think that's what Christopher <laughs> Nolan does in his free time? He just kind of spins a clock and he's what's his wife's name? Uh, let's say Mandy. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Mandy, Mandy, look, the clock is spinning, but this time I moved it backwards. That doesn't make a lot of sense. What if I made a movie about it? 
he gets his brother. So he's just like, Jonathan, Jonathan, I need you to come here, Jonathan. I've, I've got this, uh, I think it's a bit of a brilliant idea. And I think we should bring some scientists in on it to make sure it's, it's sort of up to snuff. But if I sort of twist the clock backwards, my <laughs> mind envisions time moving in reverse. And I think that I could write a movie about that. Now, what do you think about that, Jonathan? I know you're busy on Westworld. I have a feeling that Christopher Nolan shows up to like movie sets and when people ask him, like, okay, how are we doing on time? He rolls up his sleeve and has, like, 16 watches lining his arm. Some of them are moving backwards. Some of them are in different time zones. But there's one that's, like, always in a time zone that doesn't make sense. Like, it's off by, like, an hour and a half. It's like, Chris, what time is that? And he's just like, oh, it's some mountain time in, in uh, South America. You wouldn't understand. That, that's Chris time. <laughs> you look at that watch's face, and it's just, it's just like a fat head of Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'd be Tom Hardy. It'd be Tom it's, Hardy for sure. It's Leo time. This is time for Leo. I love him. I think, I think it would be way fucking funnier if Christopher Nolan walked up to sets and he just like, he fucking walks on the set of like The Good Place starring Kristen Bell and he's just like, hmm, that was a lovely scene. What would happen if you did it backwards? <laughs> What, what happens all of no, his actors Kristen, to like Kristen, speak Kristen, listen to me. Kristen, listen to me. What would happen if you did that, but you did it backwards? If you walked backwards, and everyone's like, "I don't know what you're saying." He's like, "Hmm, I'm gonna need to bring scientists in on this." <laughs> Excuse me, I need to write something down in my trailer. <laughs> he pulls out this giant like scrapbook esque thing. He's like flips <laughs> to a page and he just starts like scribbling down some notes, or just like a fucking scroll, like. Like with the two bars and just scrolls it open with a quill and pen and everything. No, it's what it what it always ends up being is that they're like, what if you did that? But but different with time. And they're like, what what are you saying? And instead of hmm, I need to bring in scientists, he's like, hmm, I need to bring in my wife. She gets all of my movies produced. It's just <laughs> his wife. It's just Christopher Nolan has a like a weird idea and to get him out of the house for a couple years, his wife just gives him money like a child going to the movie theater. Like, okay, Chris, go play with your toys. Here's your allowance, Chris. She, she pulls out a fat, like the fat interstellar wad that he made, and she just starts like doling out a little bit and hands him some and goes, okay, there you go. You know, you can have more in three weeks, but you have to do your chores. She's taller than him, and he's like jumping up to grab it. And he's like, but, but I want to have a big crane for one scene. And she's like, She's like counting the money, like doing one bill at a time. Like, mm, you get this much money. You but, don't understand. The whole way has to turn. Oh, but I'm going to get Harry Styles for this one. That's going to be <laughs> so expensive. Chris, <laughs> you made it work on your last budget. Why should I give you any more this time? Oh, I hate you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Goes and kicks sand around. <laughs> That's just in his house. And then that's how and that's how he got the idea for Dunkirk. He was just in his little <laughs> playground kicking sand and he was like, "Hmm, sand movie. Hmm." He didn't actually even know about the the actual Dunkirk event. He had no idea. He didn't know this was a historical <laughs> fiction thing. They put that on there in the marketing team because they were like, "Shockingly, he fucking nailed it." <laughs> I don't know how he did it. Wow, Chris, this is such an accurate retelling of the Battle of Dunkirk. How did you research this? Research what? I was just so, mad so, at my wife because she wouldn't <laughs> give me more money. My brain, I, I just, uh, as I was kicking the sand, my brain started to work in reverse. I was thinking backwards. <laughs> uh, so I think that the, the summation of all of this is that, like, Everyone better set their fucking phasers to hype mode because jujitsu's hitting a theater near you. November twentieth. <laughs> fucking November twentieth. Great. I can't wait Everyone to see. Everyone set Nick your Kate. clocks. November twentieth. Jujitsu in theaters. That'll be the perfect weekend to go after my two week coma when the election happens on the eighth and I just re enter society after a two week coma just to go back to a movie theater and watch jujitsu with Nicholas fucking Cage. Tay, I think I got the perfect thing that's going to help calibrate your sort of mood for uh, what's going to happen. Welcome to Health Hacks, uncovering the latest trends in. That's going to make today. me feel worse. I'm going to feel worse after you talk about this. Hey, remember, I don't know if you are. I remember the time that I had a cool intro name and we said, we'll get to both of them. And then we didn't. You still want to do that? 
I do. I do still want to do that because I'm actually super hyped about my Art of the Deal name. What's your transition to that then, huh? Impress us. <laughs> okay. So, as the viewers and listeners would know, I work at a golf cart dealership. So sometimes I get to go to golf cart courses and bump elbows with rich people. And I was at a charity event. You shouldn't be doing that. It's COVID time. Yeah, I know, but I kind of had to because it's my job and, you know. Money, that's right. Okay, Money. Sorry. <laughs> um, and it was a charity event, so they were running a silent auction. And I was like, okay, I'll check out what rich people buy. And I was walking around the table, and I saw a lot of Pokemon cards. Sealed product. And I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. And I looked over the product, and what I saw made me drop what I was doing immediately and go onto their app for the silent auction and end the auction immediately for $45. Did you... Okay, um, I'm going to guess it was one of those really cool back scratchers, like one that has, like, it's battery-powered and it's, like, a super deep massage. I literally just said it was a lot of Pokemon cards. Hold on, oh. but for the sake of comedy, I think it was a loofah that looked like a Pokeball. That would be dope. And I would definitely pay $45 for that. But what it actually turned out being was one special edition that off the shelf was $25, whatever. A tin that off the shelf is like $15, whatever. But the third item was an elite trainer kit for Hidden Fates. Now, for those of you unaware, Hidden Fates is a highly coveted set because it has a shiny Charizard in it and it's out of print. I bought this box for $45 retail online right now it is 350 dollars oh shit well i mean i got a beanie baby worth like 17 grand that's fair so like i mean i don't want to one-up you but you've kind I mean, of been you literally just did yeah hey tyler let that's me your, let, that's me, your take, let brand, me have so something please let me have well, something on this show can you can you constantly prove, overshadowed by you was two. it was it just a bunch of old dudes who had no idea or was it just a random pack that you happened to get this and they they happened to buy it like years ago or something they they probably happened to buy it a couple of years ago because the lady who was running the auction i talked to her after i had bought it like my credit card was swiped and everything and i told her like did you come up to her and go like oh did you know about this pokemon and then she put her hands in her head and said fuck i hate my job <laughs> hey, hey so do you know me. that there there might be a shiny charizard in here and she's like no, i have I, no th that's not shitting on you that's just like if if I was just some someone who didn't know and someone's like, do you understand about this Digimon I just bought? And I'd be like, fuck, here goes 15 minutes. She was probably like, Ch Chara what? I don't, Charbroiled? What the fuck is that? I don't know. I Wow, that makes me want some Hardies. God damn it. I did briefly explain to her what it was and why it was valued so high. <laughs> So and you cornered her. No, 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 I didn't. Like, we were walking to the item, and I'm just like, yeah, by the way, I bought this for 45 It's worth $300. And she's like, oh, really? How do you know that? And I explained the TCG market to her. <laughs> you gave her a quick 15 on the TCG market. I absolutely did. And I bet she was like, shit, I wish I'd known, because that would not have been up for auction. Yeah. My kids haven't eaten well in some time. It's been a lot of banquet meals. <laughs> I love the idea of her just trying to like go do her job and she's walking somewhere and tay is following her like hey let me talk to you about this pokemon i have obscure knowledge about this pokemon and she's no, like tay i'm going to the i have to go to the bathroom that's okay i'll wait <laughs> tay the re here's the thing though if we didn't pick on you you wouldn't have people in the comments who write paragraph long things about how they're they're backing you and how much they love you because then they're like, oh, fuck Tyler and Tori. Hey, Tay, here's all the things I love about you. You know, so really, and that, it's, and it's that short term pain, long term gain. That does feed me and it makes me feel very, much better about myself. So you're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Now, at the end, did you ask her for her phone number? She said no. And you said you're a fucking bitch. No. What happened was after I was done explaining the TCG market because she was actually interested and she talked to me about it. Uh, she said, hey, uh, is it okay if I use your email address that you use to sign up for this auction to contact you about more TCG stuff that I have and value it? And I was like, whatever, sure. Oh, so she, she oh. Yeah, oh, so you're so going to become. Uh, hey, now. I'm going to become, become a, the uh, expert on 
Antiques Roadshow for Pokemon cards. What is what is that person? The the proprietor? Is that what it is? Appraiser. Don't make up words. Appraiser. Tyler. Appraiser. Yeah, you're gonna be the appraiser. They're just gonna have like a shiny uh fucking I don't know. Squirtle. Squirtle. A real a shiny boy. A, a shiny squirtle and you're gonna be like hmm yes well let's check and you're gonna like lick the card and all that weird <laughs> shit yeah like, mm, this zappos tastes very lemony i know that that's a special one yep i'm trying to remember the most recent shiny squirtle printing we don't need to go we don't need to I, I know i know it's just no, I guys, think we shouldn't. You, I think we shan't. When you guys perhaps. bring shit up like that, it just triggers this fucking hamster wheel in my brain that I can't stop. Of like, oh, dig through the niche knowledge section of your brain. No, I get to it. Elaborate. Like, there's on a this. lot of there's a lot of thoughts and and emotions that happen all the time, every day, that are constantly circling through my head too. So, but I just don't open my mouth. <laughs> I just I I just don't talk You're about, to about it. Get a lot of love on this one day. I'm I sorry. fucking hope so, dude. <laughs> Because, like, okay, so last episode was a live show that we did on my stream. And, like, the this, the podcast was fine. Like, we were just having a good time riffing. But when we started playing Scribble.io, you two just fucking laid into me the whole goddamn time. <laughs> so, look, look, when it comes to competition, that's a whole separate thing. Tay, you're the most competitive fucking person I know. You this need is, to understand. This is 100% fair. You I make will things you that, that aren't competitive a competition so that you can do that. You can't trash talk like we're all like guessing drawings and you get it and you're like easy you guys are stupid this is so easy <laughs> you can't dish it out and then we say fuck you and you're like wow toxic can't believe you guys would go there <laughs> you 100 started <laughs> see the thing is when i say easiest drawing of my life it's not targeted at anyone it's just to everyone in the game, like, huh, I did good. When you guys do it, you're just like, fuck Tay. you, Tay, you're a piece of shit. I fucking Tay. hate you. Tay, you said easiest drawing in the world. You all have smooth brains. <laughs> so no, you can't so, play. So yeah, you can't. You can't play. You, you try and play on this high horse, but something you have this demon that really just like emanates off of you when Hot. anything becomes competition whatsoever. God forbid anyone ever play Smash with Tay. It gets fucking disgusting. It's like yeah, an that, old COD lobby. That's that's yeah. <laughs> that's fucking why I never produced the second episode of that Smash Ultimate video we did. Were you embarrassed? I watched the footage just like, holy fuck, I am such a douche. <laughs> I got kicked out. I got kicked out of that competition super early, and I just watched you guys as I, w well, I was just drunk as shit. <laughs> And Tay is fucking trash talking me the entire time. Just like, oh, 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 you miss. Oh, 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 look, I got the ultimate. Oh, uh huh. And then Tyler hits you. Fucking cheap. What the fuck? <laughs> this is some bullshit. Like, honestly, that's the problem with this game. I'm going to get into my niche knowledge of the competitive sector of Smash to tell you why that's actually a bullshit move. And Tyler didn't get a clean hit on you. So, wow. Tay, look, I, we throw a lot of shots. You got your moments. I do. Everyone's I do. got their moments. We all suck dick, all right? <laughs> we're, all, we're all shitty. Look, I can't help that I'm a god at Scriblio, okay? Yeah, I can't that was, help. That was fucking that was insane. Impressive. That was actually impressive. Uh, if, you, if you check out my Twitch channel, uh, www.twitch.tv slash Tay Kitten, uh, you can see a highlight of when Tyler got fucking ESP out of nowhere and guessed three words in a row where there was only like two lines drawn on the paper. Let's fucking go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, check check Twitter uh, at shapelessmedia, twitter.com slash And it should be up and, on and our YouTube channel we'll, soon. Shouldn't yeah, we'll, we'll get that right, Tay. I can do that as soon as we're done recording. Right, Tay? Yeah. Well, I mean, the last time you said that, you you said the exact same thing last recording. Well, last recording we were also doing the stream. Huh. Huh. You know what I think would make all of us feel a little less contempt for each other? A fucking nice stiff drink. Well, everyone, welcome to Health Hacks, uncovering the hottest trends in wellness today. Uh, of course, we're hopping into fucking crystals, guys. Wait, Tori, real quick, since you yeah. do this research for us on the show, does that make you a doctor? I think pretty that much. Can we it call you Dr. Thompson? Yeah, if this is Fox News, we can. Yeah, sure. Hell yeah, dude. And I mean, honestly, if since Tori does talk about wellness, yeah, that pretty much, that's what all these wellness doctors do. 
they just call themselves doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to throw shade right now. This is Jessica Estrada. Fuck you. The headline <laughs> is Crystal Shapes Matter. Here's what they mean and how to oh. amplify their power. The only time a crystal shape would matter is if it's a butt plug, okay? Then Tyler, it matters. Pretty much anything is a butt plug if it's plugging your butt. You know what Correct. I'm saying? Yeah, Correct. but that's where the shape really matters because it's like, am I? Oh, is it going to be sort of pain? <laughs> is it going to stimulate that prostate or is it going to rip open my anal cavity? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, I a, wanna... that's a fun party game that you just created, Tori. Is this yeah, going to tickle my prostate or is it going to rip open my anal cavity? You know, the classic bachelorette party game. <laughs> am I going to shoot ropes or bleed out? <laughs> Not only do crystals come in all sorts of colors, amethyst, rose, aquamarine, and serve different intended purposes, sleep, protection, attracting abundance, whatever the fuck that means, attracting abundance, sure, but they're also found in many different shape formations, just like the colors of the crystals convey unique meanings, since they often signify what each stone is, yup. Crystal shapes also matter. Experts say the structure of a crystal doesn't change the type of energy it emits. That's good news. But the shape does affect the way you receive said energy. You can literally replace the word crystal with penis and it (laughs) takes on an entirely new meaning. Now, yeah, I think that that applies to most of life, honestly. Like, oh, look at that big penis chandelier. Uh, Dr. Thompson, uh, yes. from your high-level understanding of crystal sh- crystalline structure, um, mm-hmm. can you give us just a base overview on like what the best kind of shapes are for specific crystals? Well, I absolutely can, but I have a question to throw back at you guys, which is, is this something, do you want to sit here and learn? You want it to be I- experiential in that like you're absorbing information? Or That's... do you want to turn it into a bit of a game where I tell you the four crystal types and you, I read the description, and you try to guess which shape that is. We I like do games. play a lot of games on this show, so yes, I it's on brand. Okay, okay. I like good. games. I think okay. it should be because otherwise, I am gonna fall the fuck asleep because so, crystals. Yeah, yeah. Are yeah. we gonna? It's because the energy. It's, are we gonna rebrand? Off. Are we gonna reband to baseless games then? We're heading in that direction, <laughs> but that's. But like, look. Honestly, we're we're at a point where we're all stuck inside because of the pandemic and we don't got a lot outside of like what are these bits we can find on the internet to continue this show because none of us are having fucking real life experiences that aren't the most depressing shit ever. This is fair. Okay. The four the four types of crystal shapes. The four shapes, the only four shapes you need to have a happy life are spheres, Cubes, tumbled stones, and pyramids. Got it? So spheres, cubes, tumbled stones, pyramids. Yep. You guys got to guess which it is based off the description. Okay. Crystal blanks are said to be powerful for manifesting your desires. Their strong base acts as an anchor for your intention, says Amber Lee Leons, chakra expert and founder of Chakra Girl. (laughs) The apex of the blank sends the intention out into the universe. Whether it's a self-serving stack of cash you want to manifest or send out love to the collective. Blank crystals will take you to that next level. That pyramid. Is a, that is 100% a pyramid just because of the geography that you had. Geography. A strong uh, base and apex. Geometry. But that's the word. I also believe that the the pyramid shape does... I forgot anything that you just said. It does. I don't know. It does. Uh, to be stuff. honest, I lost. I lost myself at chakra expert and founder of Chakra Girl. <laughs> what the f- chakra expert? I would. I would love. I would love nothing more than to have rich parents, so I can just give myself whatever title I want because I know they're putting the money behind it. You could That's be like, fair. I'm Tyler Shark Boy. Yeah, I am Shark Boy of Shark Boy and Lava Girl, and then my rich dad would buy me a big swimming pool so I can swim good and be a shark. That's exactly right. But uh, the easiest one first. You guys are correct. That is the pyramid. That's what's going to either give you money or send love to the collective, I guess. All right, ready for number two. Wait, Consider- send love to the collective. I yeah, would like I was to gonna, touch on that. I, for I was going to elaborate or ask to elaborate on that, but are I, they saying that trickle down economics work? 
I feel like that's what they're saying. And does it mean that since it also said something about sending it out to the cosmos, does that mean that trickle down economics is fueled by aliens and every six years we will have to call a Nicolas Cage to fight them? Look, Ronald Reagan is absolutely fucking jizzing in his grave right now because Ew. someone else is like, yeah, pyramids, trickle down, give to the base. Ugh. Fucking Amway is like, I love this new crystal shit. We need to get in on that. I never, ever, ever want you to put the imagery of a dead president coming in a grave in my head ever again, Tyler. Well, that's... Jizzing, jizzing dead president, babe? I don't want that, actually. Yeah, no, you don't want that. No, I, I made a mistake saying that. You're really not going to like what they what they call... Uh, you know what? I'm just going to say it for you. Jizzing John Kennedy. <laughs> That's pretty good, though, actually. it's You know the eternal flame at his grave? It's powered by his semen. Oh, it's just because he's semen constantly is flammable? JFK's yeah. a big hot boy. He's the only one I want to see jizzing. Are you well, ready for the second crystal type? Yeah. Consider blanks as the stepping stones under the wonderful world of crystals. Some may call them basic, but I call them practical, says Amberly Lyons. Leons, whatever it is. The small, smooth crystals tend to skew inexpensive and easy to find online at your local crystal boutique. Online at your local crystal boutique. That's that's good local words right there. Crystal boutique. That's how you know it's only for rich people because they called it a boutique. Yep. Look, it's, it's exclusively saying, in tourist trap towns. It's not even that. It's exclusively where like an apartment building with low income housing was ravaged and they yeah. fucking gentrified the shit out of it. And they're like, I love the energy in here. This this building with a lot of like unfortunate souls has so much great energy. <laughs> this is the ideal spot for me to put my crystals because so many suffered here. Yeah, these crystals gentrified my housing. Also, those are tumbled stones, 100%. Yeah, those are tumbled stones. There's too much There's too much geometry in these descriptions. Yeah, that might be too easy. That might be too easy. You guys are right again. That's tumbled stones. Okay, down to the last two. I feel like these are going to be easy too. Shit. If you need some grounding vibes in your life, cube. don't we... The cube-shaped crystal might be a perfect <laughs> gemstone comparison. Okay. And by process of elimination, the next one's sphere. Okay. Well, look, I, what I wanted to let you know most about these great, great vibing cubes is that you can put them in each corner of your room to protect the space. Oh. And from, so that's what I've from, done because my, my, what? this room is really scary. It's really dark. <laughs> so I put, some, I put some crystal cubes in the corners, and it's protecting me from all sorts of – someone tried to come in and rob my house – they opened up the door and hit it like a fucking force field from the Phantom Menace. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, it's got to be like, I've seen Yu-Gi-Oh! And like, that sounds yeah. like the Pyramid of Light. That sounds like but it the, protects. The pyramid was a different different color or different. What the fuck am I on? The different shape of the crystals. No, but you put down the four spots and then they created the pyramid. Remember? Oh, God, yeah. You right, call yourself right. a Yu-Gi-Oh! fan. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie. So cubes are the grounding in your life. And just for all of those people who are just salivating over what spheres might possibly mean, the crystal sphere reminds you that you are part of a greater whole and connected to all the energies in your surroundings. You can imagine that you are holding the world in the palm of your hand. The Zen vibe of these magical crystal balls, which is a hilarious sentence, also gives <laughs> also makes them a great meditation buddy. So I just hope everyone... My main t like my main thing for doing health hacks is that people truly are learning how they can better their lives through maybe unconventional means. You know, maybe you thought I should go to a doctor, I should seek professional medical help, but all you needed to do was, I guess, take a pyramid, shove it up your ass, and then you're gonna get some money or send love out to the collective. Wow, thank you, Doctor Thompson. This was this was really yeah, good for welcome. me. Thank I you learned, for having me on. I learned I learned a lot. Thank you. I I hate this. I do you hate know, this segment. Do you know what you would love? What? It's time for the Wikipedia article random quiz show with your host Tay and your contestants Tori and Tyler. It's where I take a it's Sorry, where I, I take a John Muse. Okay. It's where I take oh. a random article on Wikipedia and quiz our two favorite boys on it. 
Um, <laughs> okay. Today's article is Ludlow Falls, Ohio. Tay, you said you said last time we did this that you were gonna. Pick you know what? You're something right. Something in the category that I would at least like have somewhat of a chance in. You're right. But right now, I feel like I feel like I'm drowning, and you threw the life preserver like away 20 meters away from me <laughs> yeah. and then you were like get it no you threw the life preserver at me like tori's the one <laughs> drowning i'm swimming i'm i'm like michael phelps in that water Tyler's i'm got shark like boy eight games to lose i've got i've got nothing to lose everything to gain and i have severe depression so please let me win all right let me let me hit the random article button again a couple of times here um so today's article, because I needed to weigh it towards Tori because he has lost many, many in a row. Um, we are going to do the page for the Sony Corporation. We all know Sony. We all love Sony. So I don't need to give it a proper introduction. I can just go straight into the straight into the juicy deets. Mm-hmm, I'm ready. All right. What year was Sony founded? Oh, oh fuck. Boy. Oh shit. Because say, this is Sony Corporation as a whole? Yeah. God damn. That could go back a real long time, but it also is known now as a technology company, so fuck. I'm going to say Tori, go ahead. I'm going to say 1943. I'm going to say 58. 1958. Tori, you got one. Yes. It was 1946, 74 Ooh. years ago. Dang, I wasn't that far off. No, you weren't. You were only three years off. All right, next question. In U.S. dollars in 2020, what is the total assets in U.S. dollars that this company has? I'm going to say $13 billion. I am going to say $18 billion. You are both very far off because oh, no. it is 218 billion. Holy I won, though. shit. Tyler gets that one, but yeah. really, like, let's be honest. No, he didn't. Yeah, that is a ludicrous amount of money. And uh, for all you people wondering out there, in yen, that is 23.039 trillion yen. Yes. Yeah, never in a sh- never in fucking hell would I have guessed <laughs> in the trillions. We're at one all right now. Yep. Okay, so we know that the company was founded in 46, but when was Sony Corporation of America founded? Oh, I'm going to say 78. I am going to say 82. Tori, you got another one because it was 1960. Ooh, okay. I almost went in the 60s. In 2015, Sony was the blank largest television manufacturer in the world. And Okay, so 2015 would have been right after the PlayStation 4 came out, and I know that they had some... There was something to do with the PlayStation 4 and having a Sony television. And in fact, they might have had a PlayStation TV at that point, like a, a Sony PlayStation third. HD television. I'm going to say third. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say second. Tyler gets this one because it was fifth. Fuck. We're two all right now. Two all. Two all right now. Next question takes it home. Yep. All right. You better fucking not miss, Tori. You better not fucking miss. I'm ready to receive my trophy. Do you get a trophy for this? I will mail it to you later. Okay. So we all know that the most successful console of all time was the Sony PlayStation 2. But Mm -hmm. how many units did they actually sell? 260 million units. That's unfair. He knows this question. Object. I object. Do you actually know this question? Because that's not the number I have. Um, shit. Um, fuck it. All or nothing for the win. 400 million. Tori. Congratulations, because it is 155 yes, million. Oh, okay, I was I, I jumped up 100 on that, but fuck. Oh, thank mm-hmm. God. Tori, oh. look, you won one. I finally look, got it. I all feel I'm going to so... say is this is bullshit. This is bullshit. 
This was slanted. They were sharing answers. I saw them. What? I saw them sharing answers. Look, hey Tyler, I don't this know if this is gonna. I don't know if this is gonna make your loss better. But look, I've been holding on to Nathan Fillion under this table for some time, and I think I'd be willing to pass him over to you as no, like a, that to make means you feel nothing. better with your losses. That means nothing. A better he gives question. Great head. A better question would have been how many politics is in Sony's Last of Us Two. Okay, all Tyler. Tyler, true, all do you them. want yeah. one more question for you specifically? No, no. This is bullshit. This is a cheating game. This is a bullshit game for cheaters. Wow, way to way to just nicely transition the power, wipe, Tyler. Way to I way to wipe, like step down and graciously take your loss. I, I wipe my hands clean of this segment because it's bullshit. It's cheat. It's for cheaters. It's for liars. It's for scummy people who cheat. So. I did. I did find another question. This this would be just a nice little bonus round. It doesn't mean anything because Tori already won. But uh, they used to have a campaign slogan or a company slogan. What years? <laughs> what year range was the company's slogan? It's a Sony. <laughs> oh shit! That's a bad slogan. Sony, it's a why'd you do it? Slogan. <clears throat> oh fuck! I'm gonna that say was... it's like recent. I think it's. I think it's 2004 to 2008. No, no, that sounds like some bullshit. Uh, Sony, it's a Sony. That's um, <laughs> that's like seventy-four to eighty-two. Ooh, it's got to go to Tyler. Ooh, because shit. it is. It started in eighty-two. Yeah, that's a bad slogan. I'm glad they got rid of that shit. And it ended early. in 2005. Oh, oh dear bullshit. God. <laughs> we both kind of got it in a weird fucking Bull. way. What a what a serendipitous ending to this thing that I ultimately did absolutely crush you at. All right, so that was that was the random Wikipedia article game show. We'll be back another time uh, with the winner this round going to Tori. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very proud, very honored to take this trophy home. Tori cheated. Tori, I saw him Googling answers. Ty I saw Tyler's, him. He's Tyler. a, Tyler's basically Trump right now. <laughs> Tyler, if there's anyone on this show that would Google answers to the random Wikipedia article, and it's has definitely before. you. I saw him Googling. I saw it under the table. He had his phone. And he Tori, and Tori, you know, look, he's a liar. Tori? He's a liar to cheat. Me? He's a liar. I knew Tori? these answers off the top of my head because I'm just so smart. It's true. Tori's a liar. And, you know, we had a lot of fantastic people working on this game show before. But now, now, the game show's a mess. It's got low ratings. Everyone hates it. Nobody watches it anymore. Tyler. When I was on it, it was the best watched game show Will on you NBC. you shut up, man? <laughs> and now, and now... Everyone Tyler, hates it. I, need to, I, I don't need to know critique. why everyone's always after me. I had good ratings. I had the best show. It was an excellent show. And now it's fallen. It's fallen. And I don't know if it can recover. I don't think it can. I have to critique your Trump impression. You got you to gotta get more inhales in there, with, like through the teeth. Especially now. Yeah, ex especially now. All I'm saying... <coughs> <coughs> I can edit that. I have morph cut on Premiere Pro. <coughs> Bad. <laughs> Speaking of things dying, Tay, how about you get us out of this podcast? <laughs> well, if you enjoyed the show, uh, go ahead and leave us a like, favorite, comment, or review wherever you may be listening and or watching the show. Uh, it really helps us out, gets us into curated lists, helps spread us around, and it gives us more feel for the show. We love interacting with people online, uh, and it gives us just more more stuff. If you like uh, what we got going on here, you can go over to YouTube and look up Shapeless Media. That's the YouTube channel that corresponds with this very podcast, and you can give, you know, do a subscribe there. Do a subscribe. What the? F Am I fucking eighty nine years old? Do, <laughs> give a do a do us a real fucking subscribe. solid subscribe over on that YouTube channel. And uh, we have over six hundred videos. There's plenty of content for you to watch. Uh, but also, if you're listening to this podcast, maybe on a uh, podcatcher, uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, give us a follow, give us uh, a, a subscription there, and also leaving reviews, either star rating or typing one out. That's extremely helpful to us, and it also just lets us know what people enjoy about the show. 
So that is a, uh, a very helpful way to communicate with us. You sound like Shirley Curry. Do a subscribe on my channel, <laughs> grandchildren. Don't, don't you dare compare me to that old, old woman. Look, oh. look, we got a vendetta against Shirley Curry, and all I'm saying is you're reminding me a little bit too much of her. No, no, right no, now. Tyler, Tyler. And I don't like you, that. You have a personal vendetta against Betty White, completely different old person. Yeah, but he also has, he Shirley has a vendetta Curry. against old people. Yeah, but also, yeah, but also, just because she calls people her grandchildren like a creep, she gets to be in the next Elder Scrolls game, and we don't. Look, all I'm saying is we've put out way more content than Shirley. Shirley does lame, bad content. We do produced, good, funny content. But she, she calls also y'all. She also stole our shit, by the way. She stole yeah. our Skyrim Storyteller audiobook series, but she does it a hundred thousand times worse. Oh. But she gets to be in the next Elder Scrolls. Sure. Oh, sure. but I'm she not, gets to hey, be I'm in the not... next Elder Scrolls. You know what? I hope I hope Microsoft. I will buy Okay. <clears throat> Phil Spencer, I know you're listening right now. <laughs> Phil. <laughs> Phil. I will buy an Xbox Series X, okay? I swear to fucking God, I will buy an Xbox Series X with my own money if part of your Bethesda and ZeniMax acquisition is kicking Shirley Curry out of Elder Scrolls 6. <laughs> I swear to fucking God, Phil, I will tout high praises of Halo Infinite if you kick Shirley Curry out of the Elder Scrolls 6. What if uh, what if Phil Spencer is the only one in like the boardroom meetings? They're just like, all right, and uh, we're looking to add some you know community content creators into the game. Uh, we think you know this uh, old woman would be a really great addition to the game because of her popularity. And Phil's the only one in the boardroom that's like, you know, actually, there's these guys I know. Uh, I listen <laughs> to their podcast. They're pretty cool. Uh, we should they put them respect in the game. women. I love them. I love those boys. And everyone I else in the it. boardroom is just like, Phil, we don't care about the podcasters. <laughs> Phil, Shut the fuck Phil, up. Phil, they only do PS4 mods. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, Phil, I swear to God, we'll ditch the PS4. We'll do only Xbox mods. We'd have to figure out how the fuck we're going to play the game. But, but, Phil, swear to God, we'll do Xbox mods if you kick Shirley out of the Elder Scrolls 6. Please, Phil, please. Okay, I don't ask for much. Tay, I know that one of your favorite things in the world is sitting strapped into this ride, this death ride you can't get out of when me and Tyler are just shitting on someone that you have, you've never Zero met. Zero context never on, met. yeah. You just don't give a shit at all, and we're just shitting on him, and you're like, oh, that sounds mean. So how about I lighten the mood with the patented Baseless oh, Flames pod deck last laugh? I knew you were going to go in that. You always, <laughs> You always butter us up before we get into it yeah i like to butter you like a good garlic stick okay and then i'll eat you up oh god don't tempt me what's the weirdest place you've had sex would you think less of me if i said macy's dressing room i'd think more of you 